Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Homebrewed Evil. <laughs> Hi. You like that? That's our new <laughs> intro. Yeah. That's our new intro, you guys. We have an intro now. Woohoo! Yeah. Um, sorry for being MIA for like I think a week or two. Yeah, I think you missed a week. Yeah, I was having exams. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm back. With like the best story ever, I swear to God. Okay, I didn't even mean to research this case. I just stumbled upon it, and when I say oh, like wild, yeah, like I know I've said wild many times, but yeah. I swear you guys like this, this it's this. This mm. is the wildest case. Okay, like okay. I swear. Okay, like, just, okay. <laughs> let's go. So this happened in Malaysia in 1947. Now we're going to be talking about a man named Mat Taram bin Saal. We'll call him Mat for the sake of this video, okay? Because right. he has a long name. Yeah. He has a long name. So he is a farmer, okay? So he was born and raised in Sumatra in mm. um Indonesia and then he went off to an island to work. So he has like a farm, he's a farmer, he has a house yeah. and that was his livelihood. He had a wife named um Amina binti Yusuf and he has three children with her. And so they live a really simple life, farming and then going back home and that's it. That's about it. A very yeah. simple life, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And so one day he decided to go back home to Sumatra to visit his father. And so right. even though they are both in Indonesia like it's yeah. because Indonesia is so big mm-hmm. to go from his island to where his dad lives um he has to um go to Malaysia first and then to Singapore and then to where his hometown is in oh, Indonesia wow. yeah because that's how huge Indonesia is and back then it's not you can't just change yeah, straight. Yeah, right. it, this is 1940s we're talking about, okay? So, this was the only possible way for him to go and visit his father in the other end of Indonesia, okay? Alright. And so, he began his journey. But before beginning his journey, he needed cash, right? Yeah. Cash money, the dollar bills that he's been working hard for. Yeah. So, he sold his entire home, his house, <gasps> and he sold his entire farm. Just to visit his dad. And that, like the farm along with his house, only came up to 200 Singapore dollars. What? Mm-hmm. Wait, why is he selling all of this just to visit his dad? He just wants to go back home. He just wants so to go done. back home. He's done yeah. with the farm. Yeah, he wants maybe, you know, to start a new life, go back home, be with his family, you know? Damn. And so he sold all of it for 200 dollars and he began his journey. So from home he takes a bus to Malaysia and in Malaysia he takes a train to Singapore. And in Singapore, he, his wife and his three kids, they go to the ferry station to take a ferry to Indonesia. Yeah. And the ferry tickets for 40 dollars uh-huh. a ticket. He has three kids, a wife and himself. Oh no. 5 times oh. 40 is 200. Oh no. And so he did not have no. enough money at all to take the bus. I mean to take the, the ferry. ferry yeah. yeah. Oh no. Mhm. And so the family proceeded to spend two days in Singapore either trying to find for like a cheaper alternative to get back home or like you know trying to find other ways and stuff Just so to earn a bit more money. Mhm. So yeah. two days they were in Singapore and mm-hmm. they were also like 
trying to figure out like should we go home should we move like what can we do you know mm-hmm, and so yeah. for two days they were in Singapore and Amina who is Matt's wife said yeah. that in these two days he did not sleep at all oh god he was just walking pacing around the whole night when the kids and her were like falling asleep yeah. she was just pacing he would not sleep at all so two oh days without god. sleep and yeah, so he, stress, he, must have been. he just sold his whole livelihood and now they're stranded in Singapore yeah and so they decided to make their way back to back home to you know their island uh-huh. and so they this time they took a different like alternative they walked and took yeah. a bus to Malaysia uh-huh. and then in Malaysia they took a train to their home yeah and in the train like Matt was super quiet like he was quiet the whole time he did not even talk and then suddenly okay suddenly something snapped like yo something snapped uh-huh. he got up yeah he ran into a restaurant cabin which is like a a cabin in the train where yeah. they serve food and stuff uh-huh, like okay, that okay, okay. and so he ran in there and there were four british soldiers military men yeah. um having lunch Mm-hmm. They were eating, they were chilling. Yeah. He went in and he violently started stabbing them. He had oh a god. four inch pocket oh, knife with oh him. Oh my god, that is. Oh he wow. just ripped the knife out, he opened it, and he started violently stabbing at them. Oh my Can god. Can you imagine? He's one man versus four military British soldiers. Yeah. British military soldiers. These are like top tier. Soldiers. I don't know if they're top tier, but well, I mean, he started just... stabbing them, and in yeah. these soldiers, two of them died. Oh God! Fatal wounds, like com- mm. to the chest, you know. And so he proceeded in the restaurant cabin itself. He proceeded to go into another cabin, stabbed a Malay man, stabbed mm. an Indian man, and somewhere oh along the God. way, someone pulled the emergency like handle to yeah. stop the train. And he got either pushed out of the train or he yeah. jumped out of the train mm-hmm. and he ran. He ran into the jungle nearby. Oh god. So he re really, something really must have just Yeah. Made him go a bit siao. Yeah. That's like yeah, about three to four people died in the train because mm-hmm. of him. And, and so then the, the other train two soldiers were injured too, right? Yeah. Almost about injured, six, yeah. yeah. And so then the train proceeded to go to the nearest stop, which is forward. Yeah. So they went to the stop, and the police were informed all the people injured were immediately given medical attention. Yeah. And that's how they found about the deaths. And so the police were like alerted. They were like, "What the hell?" They immediately called the um police nearby the area that the train stopped. Yeah. And they informed everyone to be on high alert for this guy. And then yeah. the police brought witnesses and brought them back to where the train approximately stopped. And they started like cordoning off the area, like making a triangle of possible places that he could have gone to. Oh well, yeah, because he ran into the forest. How fucking yeah. did he get on foot? And so they just completely like put out like a search, like a manhunt for this guy, okay? Yeah. And so on the trail that the police were going, they found a man who is homeless who was probably cooking like a meal in the street. Mm-hmm. He got stabbed to death, hacked to death, oh, God. violent death. Yeah, this guy was homeless and they were like, Okay, then they narrowed down their possible yeah. air perimeter mm. following the dead body. And so the policemen like narrowed down the search and went forward. 
Yeah. And they heard a single shot. Ooh. And then and they then yelled then. back. They were like, "Hello? Anyone there?" And then they saw and then they you know went towards the shout noise and yeah. then a boy came running. Mhm. And he was like, "Help, help." Like and a man just killed everyone. Oh god. And so the police were like, "What?" And so they ran over and yeah. so it's called a kongsi. So basically It's like a hut with many houses inside. Oh yeah. So it's like an HDB flat but it's a hut. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And so he went they went in the hut and everyone like everyone was injured brutally stabbed in oh, the God. just in the entrance of the house yeah. there was elderly lady like lying dead there were kids infants kids. just dead oh, yeah. Oh God. And What so, got into yeah, him? Like there were thirteen hu- there were thirteen houses, right? And so yeah. in every single house, there was someone injured. There was oh someone injured, or there was someone dead. Yeah. In this um Kongsi hut itself, there were seven fatal, fatal fatalities. Oh God. Yeah. That's and this lot. included like three um elderly women, yeah. three kids, mm. and a man, a f- man around his forties. Seven, mm. um, people were dead. Yeah, he just snuck in by the back, and he just went at it with his knife. He just mm-hmm. brutally stabbed, cut, hacked people. He's crazy. Yeah. yeah, there were people missing from the hut, yeah. but then later when the police went out searching for this man, they found the um missing people like mm. hiding in other people's houses. Uh. Yeah, they said that they saw this man. He came by the back and he started hitting everyone, mm-hmm. and everyone was screaming. Everyone was panicked. They didn't know what was happening until it happened. Right. Like it was just so fast that yeah. they couldn't do anything to prevent it. Mm-hmm. Because he was just going house by house, so it's yeah. not like everyone can see what's happening. Yeah, yeah, and, and I mean, so the thing is, just yeah. one person in yeah. this like chaos. Like it may yeah. seem easy to just oh, just pin him down, but yeah. like it's hard to know where he is, what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, and so you just you he just like people describe it as like a frenzy. Like he just like yeah. gone just wild, you mm-hmm. know. And so after this, like after the number of deaths, just. Completely went up, right? Yeah. So now it's at a total of eleven deaths mm. and nine people injured. Damn. Yeah. That's really a lot. Yeah. And so the police informed like the KL police, and this was in Malaysia, by the way. Yeah. So the police were informed. Everyone was informed, and the police informed the. Villagers and everyone nearby, and everyone yeah. was on high alert because this man is now going on two days sleepless. Because yeah. in the train, right, the wife yeah. and the kids they spoke to the police saying like, "That's my husband. Yeah, like yeah. he didn't sleep for two days, you know." Yeah. And so this is a man who's like sleep deprived, sleep, sleep deprived, deprived. <laughs> sleep deprived. So this is a man who is sleep deprived, who's hungry probably, yeah. who's tired. He's and stressed so, and just yeah. So you don't know what he's gonna do when he yeah. sees someone again, you know. Yeah. And so they so were just, just like yeah. Mm-hmm. He's crazy. Yeah. So everyone's like on high alert, and there's police patrolling everywhere. They're just yeah. so freaking afraid, and they're not taking yeah. any chances. So mm-hmm. police are patrolling. The civilians are on high alert. Yeah. And just to think the fear that everyone must have been in. And that's it. Things went quiet. Like nothing happened again. They couldn't find him. He was missing, 
Oh there was God. no news about him. Mm-hmm. And then he, Mark, walked 231 kilometers oh in the span God. of 36 hours. In the span Yo. of 36 hours, back home to his island in Indonesia. How? He just walked. What's the yo yo? Yeah, no joke. He walked. I don't even understand. Like, how does he walk? Like, he's already sleep deprived. He's hungry. He literally went on a murder spree. Mm-hmm. These people looking for him like high and low. How did he manage to walk undiscovered all the way back in thirty six hours? That means did he just not sleep? Like, what is he? Did something possess him or something? Like, what? Mhm. Mhm. And so when he reached Indonesia his um where he lives in, right? Yeah. A man he knew cuz you know they all live together is like neighbors or whatever. Yeah. So this guy was like, "Mat, what are you doing here? You sold everything. You're going back home. Like yeah. what are you doing here?" And Mat was like, "Oh. Um I was in the train and a Chinese boy who are selling tea yeah. spilled tea on me uh-huh. and then i fought with him he kicked me out of the train and i uh-huh. lost my wife and my kids and wow. so the guy was like what okay like let's go to the police right now you need to yeah. find your kids and wife yeah and so he was like okay let's go and yeah. so they went to the police and he told so this exact so i think he's delusional then yeah he told this exact story to the police and yeah. the police was like hold up wait a minute read the newspaper yeah and was like could it be cuz this, this you this you this <laughs> entire news of the mass murderer yeah, from the malaysian yeah. train was all over the malaysian newspapers yeah was Obviously, all over man, the yeah. newspapers yeah, yeah. so the police was like hold up You telling me this train you were from this train you got kicked out of the train and they arrested him and they put him in custody and they called Malaysia and he was like yeah. yo you got to come check this out yeah and the yeah. wife and the kids who were in the Malaysian um authorities yeah. they came and they were like yeah yo this is the guy this is my husband this is my father this is the mass murderer who mm-hmm. killed 11 people And injured nine. Just to think nine. how delusional he was. Like, yeah. Like, what happened? Mm-hmm. I really just want to know what was going mm-hmm. through his head when all of this was happening. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. just... No, I don't know. I Okay, here's the thing, right? They call this, the term that they use to describe this is running amok. As in A-M-O-K. Mm-hmm. And I went to see, like, what the hell is running amok? Like, yeah, what yeah. is it, right? Yeah. And so, it means to just go crazy. Just, like freaking go crazy go wild and go like on a killing spree right yeah and so here's the thing okay i went to research on it because i feel like we never really hear cases about someone just running amok right yeah and okay so here's where um i researched on well no because i think running amok is more like he's delusional and he's just doing it without mm-hmm. okay so know, here's what similar, happened okay yeah. in nine in 1770s like 17s wow. okay a man named captain cook james cook he's a british explorer okay and he yeah. first observed and recorded this running amok 
yeah. via a Malay tribesman in 1770. So he suddenly got violent without any reason and he started uh-huh. like killing, frenziedly attacked. Uh-huh. Frenzy, frenzy in a frenzy, attacking, killing people and the fatal fatalities came up to about 10 victims and a lot injured and the yeah. only way that he could be stopped if he was subdued, he got tired or he got put down. Ooh. Or if he got killed himself. Yeah. yeah. And so this was recorded in history and this was the first sighting Malay. And uh-huh. so it's, they think that, could it be cultural? Because the Malay uh, mythology of this um, running amok, right, yeah. is an evil tiger spirit entered your body and it's compelling you to act violently. Oh. Yeah, so they kind of tie it to cultural terms as in like it's only common in Malays. Yeah. It's only common in Southeast Asia because uh-huh. then um, explorers started noticing this in like Philippines mm-hmm, and yeah. you know nearing um, co- countries. Yeah. Yeah, and so they thought that maybe it's a cultural thing but obviously, I mean, those were the 1700s. Yeah, I mean, you can't really communicate the states when yeah. you're here. Yeah. yeah. But then over time, as you know, um, British influence, Western influence, modernization, civilization, and all this, we got to realize that those don't happen as often anymore. Yeah. But it happened back then because, um, how do I say, because of this mythology of the evil tiger spirit, yeah. so they were more, they were okay with it. They kind of like... Um, they, they, they don't blame the person because they, they tolerate it. Yeah, yeah, because in back then, they, they thought that Okay, yeah, it's not their fault. It's an evil spirit. But then now, it's more like in this era, it's those kind of running amok. It's more like not really a cultural thing anymore. It's more like mental illness. Yeah. 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 More like you manifest so much of anger in you, so much of worry, hatred, stress, and then it bursts through and it just becomes running amok. So it's a mental illness. Yeah. Mm So back then, la, it was considered a cultural bound illness, yeah. but now it's just a general mental illness, and it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with like culture, race, or religion. Yeah, yeah. But I just thought it was crazy. What is running amok? You know, and then yeah, who knew yeah. that there's so much to it? Yeah, there's I an entire knew. like freaking mythology behind it, bruh. Yeah, like I never knew. I really never knew. Mm-hmm. Like someone could go on a killing spree in the past, and they'll be like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Evil spirit. Yeah. It's but trying. I guess the the running amok now would be those like mass shootings. I guess so. Yeah. Don't you think it's almost similar? But I guess in some people, they just think it's... I don't know. I really don't know the mentality mm-hmm. behind it. And so he gets arrested, right? Yeah. Um, And trial starts. And here's what the... Uh, mental uh, he got admitted into a mental hospital while waiting for trial and judge and everything yeah and so the health the doctor health mental doctor yeah mental health doctor mental health doctor yeah he was he this quote okay verbatim he said that he's someone who is of low intelligence who is very primitive and very impulsive Impulsive. Yeah, and so right. there's no way that he would have been able to control himself and he wasn't of sound mind when the murderings and killings took place. Yeah, I can yeah. definitely he see that. He was mentally yeah. deranged. So it's because he got depressed that he couldn't go home to see his father. Yeah. And so he like kinda ha harbored, you know, kinda held it 
on. He was so really upset. Yeah. And, and then he couldn't out. sleep for two days. And then all of this manifested into like mental derangement. And then he just like had an outburst. Yeah. And then he just went on a killing spree. Like something in him just clicked. And yeah. it definitely wasn't planned. He didn't plan the killings. He just went and did it. Yeah. Yeah. So something it in him shows snapped, yeah. more mm-hmm. than clicked. Yeah. yeah. So this shows that he was not of sound mind when he I think did that's probably the things, one of, yeah. I think that's our first case where the person wasn't of sound mind. This one? I think so. No, remember the helper one? The domestic helper? Mm. That was also because she wasn't of sound mind. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, it's crazy. So he got a sentence of just being admitted to a mental hospital for the rest of his life. Yeah, sentenced mm. for life. The jury didn't want to give him any punishment because he wasn't of sound mind. Yeah. He didn't plan it. He didn't, like, kidnap, torture, a- or anything, you everything know? Everything was in a span of, like... Everything was yeah. in such a short span of time. Yeah, and it was just a sudden impulse. Yeah. yeah. But even still, you just don't feel like justice was served. I mean, definitely. So yeah. many lives were lost. And so many injured, so much fear, panic. Oh my god, the trauma. Yeah, definitely. Like, just watching your whole... I guess the little the village. Worst to, yeah, the worst to me is the village. Because yeah. that's your home. Someone invaded your home. Someone hurt you. Killed like, how do you there. feel safe again? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, how do you sleep well at night? Exactly. Knowing that your family members were hurt. You were there, but you were attacked. You couldn't do anything. Yeah. Like, I just think just it's like a whirlwind. Just one small guy, you know, killing. He was yeah. a farmer. It's not like he's some bodybuilder, you know. Yeah. Like, just a regular guy, so helpless. yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, yeah, it doesn't feel like justice itself. It feels really And also meh. just seeing someone go so feral. Yeah. Right? Like, what? It's crazy. Like, how do you explain it? Right. But I guess this is why you should really take care of your mental health, guys. Like, it's so important. You don't know what will happen when. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, yeah, that's crazy. It's just very... I just don't know how I feel about this. Just I like, mean, it doesn't feel like justice was. It doesn't yeah. feel right, yeah. But, but at the same time, it's just like, well, yeah, it. That's just how it is. I mean, I feel. I mean, rest in peace to everyone. Everyone who was passed traumatized, away, yeah. hurt. And yeah, the trauma and the hurt. I hope they're doing well. I mean, this happened in nineteen forty-seven. So yeah, I don't. I, I don't. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Mhm. Mm-hmm. The kids. The kids. The kids live through the trauma. His wife and his children. His own children, just like... Oh my god, I don't know, like, how they met... I don't know what they were thinking, I don't know how they got through it. Yeah. Yeah, my god. Like, how would they show their face in public? They probably were just so... I don't think they got exposed, because usually they will keep the identity, but those who know, though. Yeah. I mean, and... I mean, I've... I can't imagine how he must have felt also, like, giving up his everything just to go home and see his father and then and then just getting yeah. the time in Singapore just oh my god there's just so much of emotions in this case it's a very emotional yeah. one for sure but that's it you guys like let me know what you think about this case in the comments please like if you know more info I kept trying to dig up info about his childhood like yeah. what why why does he don't have a lot of the things about I think because it's so old we don't know much because why did he want to go see his dad so badly like what drove what clicked what about 
you know like I just need to know more about his childhood so if yeah. you guys know more info like let me know I went through like Reddit I went through like those old newspaper clippings that literally they scan and they put it on the internet yeah. I could not find anything about his childhood and I really want to know more <laughs> if you guys know leave it in the comments and also like subscribe <laughs> Like, share, come on, like Yeah, share uh, the story around, man I think it was good I Really? Said, yeah. You liked it? I like this story because it's just so I, I mean You don't know how to feel We've how never covered anything this, this insane Yeah I'm so conflicted Like Yeah, yeah, yeah I want to feel bad supposed to feel? Like, what is the correct emotion I'm supposed right, to be feeling? Right, I don't know I It don't feels know. wrong Everything just feels wrong Yeah Yeah Oh god, you guys So... Let us know what you think. Support us. Follow us. <laughs> yes, support us. <laughs> but yeah, that's it, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank watching. you so much for the support. Yeah. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.